Please, Lewis, here's the truth. Mm. We never used to do extended versions of songs. Oh, really? And all of that advice, it all came from Prince. From Prince. I still don't know what the club was. And then it was like Prince and Nicole Scherzinger just sitting, what? sitting on cocktails. Um, <laughs> and then right at the end of the night, Leanne invited Prince back to our flat. It was to your flat? No. Yeah, yeah. I remember, because I remember you called. He says, who are you? Like this, and he says, oh, this is Mick Jack. Like this. Yeah. So the guy, he comes <laughs> back up the stairs, and I think he says to Ed something like, there's a Mr. Jagger at the door. <laughs> So I remember as well, I think I think it might have been a little bit before COVID, but I remember you guys putting together some, you were doing some voiceover stuff with some old um some old 35 mil pictures that you found of of the of the magic of Wembley when you guys yes. supported the um you know the man himself. Indeed, Michael um, Jackson. And did I swear you did with yeah, I swear you supported Prince there as well, or is that we did, I just... we did Prince? No, it's true. We did Prince as well. <laughs> no, no, this is true. We did it. We did we did Michael Jackson and Prince. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, come on. Come on. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean it was it was it was a surreal and bizarre time. Mm. Um, you know, much thanks to our manager, Claire Shave at the time and, and Sarah Clayman and all of that crew. Yeah, but uh, and Graham, and it was it was it was quite a surreal time to be honest. We we, you know, we um, what had happened was Michael Jackson had come done some shows, but then mm. had um, had cancelled due to him being ill. Gone mm. back to the US. Okay, then rescheduled and come back but what had happened was the people that were supporting him right. Rosala blah blah all of these people it was out of whack with their schedules because they had their own schedules to do because mm. they were all having hits yeah yeah so they left this massive gap on his supporting schedule and okay. another thing was they'd worked out that what they wanted what he wanted was he wanted a live band. He wanted a live band. Right. Because a lot of the time, the people that were coming on stage were... Tape and, tape and vocals or... Totally. Vocals. Yeah. So he, so people were... So the audience was not having it. Mm. So he wanted a live band. So we were like, well, we Tell basically got a call. <laughs> yeah. We got a, we got a call because <laughs> we were doing all right at the time. Mm. Um, and, of course... They just said, look, hold tight because we don't know whether you've got it. And then I remember the fax machine, which was on <laughs> in our, in our, now kids, if you don't know what a fax machine is. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically, it's a, it, it was, it was email pre-email basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the fax sure. machine was, was plugged into the wall at the um, rehearsal room. Mm. And we're there, we were set up, because what we did was we said, what we're going to do is we're going to rehearse up no matter what, because we've got to be, to be ready. If we get the call, yeah. we've got to be ready. Mm. So we got the back, we were rehearsing, 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 got the extra members in for the band. We're like, cool, let's go. And um, 
just then the facts came up like this. It just went, <laughs> and we're watching. And what happens is, is all we saw yeah. was, you know, with Jacko, it was the feet. So it was the, the shoes with the socks, the white socks. Oh. Those things come up and it says MJJ Entertainment. That came up first. Oh. And then it said, Michael Jackson has the pleasure to invite D-Influence to, to support him on <laughs> the UK leg of his tour. This oh. will be shows right the way across the UK, blah, blah, blah. And wow. we freaked out. Yeah. Because basically we were going to be playing. And the weird thing yeah. was we had a gig. <laughs> we had a couple of gigs before it and they were in places that held maybe, I don't know, three, 400 people. Mm. And then so the next about, night, yeah, yeah we, we, we drove up in, it was the first time we'd ever had our own big tour bus. Yeah, you know, yeah, sleepers yeah, not a band. and the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah not sleepers anymore. So yeah. we were like, woo! <laughs> and we got into Leeds Ronde Park, and that's mm. where we woke up. So we drove overnight, mm. woke up in Leeds Ronde Park, and when I stepped out, all I heard was hammers, like because the scaffolding people were still just sorting out bits of the scaffolding. No way. And the stage was humongous. Wow. And I just remember being like, oh, this is it. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, I said to someone, okay, so I said, so uh, how many people are we playing? <laughs> they said, oh, Rondé Park. They said it's 100,000. And I was like, okay. All right, cool. No worries. Just a and simple 100,000, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that was the first show. And so it was Leeds, Rondé Park, then it was Glasgow, then basically blah, blah, blah. And we mm. ended up three, Wem three Wembleys. Wow. You know? But I remember, so, yeah. I remember you winding up Sarah to be like, go on, Sarah, just have a little look. It's not too It's bad. absolutely true. It wasn't <laughs> me. She wanted to go. Sarah, Sarah was like, no, mm. this is a different... Right, so this is Prince now. What happened I... was, Prince, we go down, we've been invited to again, we're supporting Prince, and we're like, yeah. this is crazy. Right? Yeah. So we're like, now as well, what's getting crazier is the, the, some of the staff, who are at Wembley Stadium now, they're like, oh, it's you again. We're like, yeah. Yeah. They're like, okay, <laughs> well, you know where everything is. I was like, fine. <laughs> I'll see myself in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Toilet's still in the same place. Fantastic. Yeah, so we, we're there. We, it's a lovely, you know, backstage is always like, those, those huge acts, they mm. just treat you, you know, I mean, we've got properly treated. So Prince, we go, you know, um, and before we go on stage, I think there was a huge curtain up or something. Something. Anyway, so Sarah basically said, "Look, she goes, oh, I, I need to go and see. I need to go out and see." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" She said, "I need to go out and see something." <laughs> I said, "What?" The crowd. She was like, "Yeah, I just need to." So she gets up, and, <laughs> and the thing is, I I always thought it was Prince. She, I think mm. she says it with Michael Jackson. I thought it was Prince. Mm. But it was one of, but it was Wembley, basically. Yeah, yeah. And she just says, "Look, I just need to." I said, "All right, cool, go." What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I said, "But I wouldn't go if I." She, she was like, "What?" She, I said, "You, you, it's not good. Don't go." Yeah, wait. See, she was like, "No." She said, "I'll be fine." Listen, she went up, she took a look, and she came back down, and she was like, "Fuck." She was just <laughs> in a, right on stage. 
And I said, you want to go and look, man? <laughs> just wait until we're all with you and we're all going out and we're going to do the show. Why did you go and look? We could have just gone on stage and then we would have dealt with it together. But no, you went and you looked. And she was like, oh my God, she could go. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that was her. That was Sarah and her moments. But yeah, we had, there were several surreal moments. Several mm. surreal. Prince supporting you. Mm. And he's very, very gracious. Prince is very gracious. He Fantastic. Went you know, he 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 came on stage. Mm. He's part of the way through his first song. We've gone up to sit and watch the show. Yeah. In the side stand things, you know, sat down. And just, he's halfway through one of the first songs and he just goes, De-influence! You've influenced me! <laughs> um, all of us lost our shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no. did you hear what you said? He just, did you hear what he said? He just said, did you hear what he said? Did you hear what he said? <laughs> It was one of those. But, you know, it's, that's typical of him, you yeah. know, to, to be that gracious. In fact, I've got another story, actually. I'll yeah, yeah. So, and this is really true. So the crazy thing, again, about the life and times of the Quam star, right, <laughs> is that one of the other things <clears throat> that I've been very fortunate with is that I played and supported Prince, mm. but also... One of my acts, Laura and Vula, mm. then we got the call because mm. Prince, it turned out Prince really liked Laura. Fantastic. Like... So, <laughs> so we then, they say, where would you, which show would you like to do? And obviously yeah. we're like, well, Birmingham, because that's where she's from. Yeah. So we go up to do the Birmingham show. And, um, it's mad. Um, it's we got to do crazy. so. Yeah, it's crazy because obviously yeah. I'm I'm having this is flashback time. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, and 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 you know Laura, he loves Laura. He, I mean, Prince loved Laura. I mean, right. literally, he used to send. I mean, she used to send me screenshots of these. You know, because he 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 would Insta post or, or tweet something mm. to her but he'd leave it up for about an hour. So she'd have to capture it when he Before posted it. Before it went. Yeah. yeah. You know? So anyway, he was just great. He was great, yeah. with, especially with her. He loved Green Garden, all of those, the songs that she did. He just loved mm. it. He really, really loved her stuff. And um, so she opened for him. She opens mm. for him in Birmingham. I remember I, I went up to watch it and I was a very, I was like a proud dad. <laughs> yeah. just was just like this is crazy man look at my hands mm-hmm. here we're here we're bossing it yeah. we're in the stadium we're like whoa this is yeah. great yeah anyway so she does the show we come off stage yada yada everybody comes home we're like cool no problem no worry mm. we get back and just as I'm coming back I remember thinking I, I, I think I better ask the agent about what the fee was because the truth was we didn't even give it two shits about yeah it. just do the because show because we were like do, the, do show. the show do the show but i said let me just ask so i went and i said look honestly and he said to me he was like look he said mm. you're right you know he said let's uh let's have a look let's go the agent's name is paul franklin he will verify this story i swear mm. he said to me he's like okay come on uh i'll ask him so he comes back he says yeah yeah, yeah. uh you're gonna get you're gonna get five grand I said, well, cool, no worries, Fantastic. five grand for the show, we'll take yeah, it. Yeah, brilliant, any day. It's all right. 
It's not 100 so quid. Fine. <laughs> Listen, it's a kick in the head with a sharp stick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, look, it's fine. Let's just, we'll take it. We'll take yeah. it. Anyway, he calls me up an hour later and he says, Kwam, you're not going to believe this. I said, what? He said, we've just got word. I said, what? He says, Prince doesn't want to pay five grand. And I was like, okay, if he doesn't want to pay five grand, that's fine. It's all yeah, right. Yeah. It's all right, he's Prince, it's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, we didn't really, you know, money wasn't the, the, was the issue here. We had to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. He said, no, 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 no. He wants to pay you 10. We're like, wow. What? He said, no, he, he really liked the performance and he liked it so much he wants to put the price up. Wow. So we were like, what? Wait a second. What? You're talking said, about, this is what? We're like, that doesn't really happen, mate. What? That never he happened. To pay us, fine. He said, no, no, no. He wants to, he wants to put it up. They said, they're going to get back to us. So just hold oh. tight. I said, like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I phoned up the artist. I said, listen, he's, he's, put, he's put it up to 10, yeah. 10 grand. Pocket money. <laughs> they said, <laughs> so they're like, so they're like, all right, all right, everybody. We're like, wow. So yeah, what? So then the agent calls back again. He says, Quam, yeah, sorry, I'm... I'm Actually, he, he didn't want to pay the 10. I was like, right. Oh. He said, You're not going to believe this. He wants to pay 15. So I'm like... What's going on here? What? Like... What? I said, <laughs> sure. He said, no. He said, he wants to pay 15 grand. He wants wow. to pay 15 grand. So we're like, all right. So... <laughs> put it this way. The calls kept happening. <laughs> and it worked its way to 25,000 quid. And that is what wow. he paid us in the end for the show. Wow. 25K. Because basically, he just loved the show. He just loved and it. And he loved it that much that he just kept it putting reflected the price it up. in the price. Yeah. But that's mental. I've never heard that happen before, ever. That you, you don't do, it happens before the show, of course. Yeah. Negotiations, everything like that. But then to be like, you know what? I love the show so much. I want to put it up. Actually, no, stop. We're going to do this phone call five hours. It's going to go ping backwards and forwards like tennis. And you ended up, you know, and you're there going, wow, and we're sat at home and we've done the show. Like, and you've got the... I'm telling you, that's what the hell. Wow. But there's, but for me, I'm gutted to hear that you didn't, you weren't, I mean, obviously it's impossible for you to get in front of Prince, uh, you know, when you, but that you weren't able to get in front of him and say, you probably won't remember this, but... Do you remember the influence at Wembley <laughs> to him and him being like, you influenced me. I was like, you know, that would have been a perfect, like. Do you know with, what? You know. Mm. Do you know what? The honest truth is, is that I, you, you can't, when you're a manager. Yeah. Mm. You're backseat. So you can't be doing, hey, look, you've got, it's, it's about your artist time. Yeah. yeah. Because it's money. their moment. It's their moment with Prince. Mm. You had your moment. We had our moment. Yeah. When we were playing in Wembley, when we were playing Wembley, Prince watched us from the side of the stage. Yeah. And uh, and then he came down afterwards and he said, listen, man, we said, have you got any advice? And he sat us down and loads of the crowd tricks that you see us pull uh-huh. at shows all came from his advice. Wow. Wow. And if you've never been to a DI show, then you need to know. You need to get involved. When when this COVID stuff is finished, then 
Because the truth is, Lewis, here's the truth. Mm. We never used to do extended versions of songs. Oh, really? And all of that advice, it all came from Prince. From Prince. So you yeah. just do the track and start, stop, done. Yeah, yeah. We were just wow. like, play the song, blah, this, that, cool. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. No, no, keep he said, it Listen. going, keep it going. And he, he literally, he was like, no illusions is a really good example. Yeah. The whole thing about it's really deconstructed at the beginning of the song live. Okay. Because it's just a bass line at the beginning of the song. Yeah, it's just it walks in and it's carrying on the whole yeah. time, yeah. And then it becomes drums. But then there's talking over the front. All of that stuff. Yeah. All of that. It all came from that Wembley show. He basically was like, listen, this is what I'd do if I were you. Blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah. And we were like, whoa! <laughs> so it went up here, and oh. that's what people see. Wow. Wow. Um, I mean, yeah. I can't even... I mean, you didn't give me 25 grand, but I think that advice is more than money. It's more yeah, yeah, than, yeah. than anything yeah, yeah. you could ever, you know. But the fact Absolutely. that... Mm. It's weird, actually. I don't know if you know um, a band called P-Bug or PB Underground. Pete Ray Biggin no, is the drummer. Um, so, yeah. yeah, very... I mean, yeah, funk soul. I, 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 I normally just call it a muso thing, but it's like, yeah, proper funk soul. Uh, the Pete, Pete uh, plays for Level 42, yeah, level forty-two and, oh, wow, okay. and stuff. So, and mm. he's gone off and done done his own thing. And I remember doing a tour with those he's guys. He's a very good drummer, that guy. I know mm. who you're talking Pete, about. Pete, Pete is very insane. Good Pete is insane. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's a he's a he's a crazy crazy drummer. He's insanely good. Um, and people worship him. That's rightly. But you know, I remember doing this tour with him back in 2016 or maybe 2017, <clears throat> and I was still very 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 young, very fresh faced. And um, I remember we doing this this club in Paris called the New Morning or something like that and it was like a maybe 250 or something like that and i remember i had a really turbulent morning because luckily the tm that was there spoke spoke french but i was trying to just get a starbucks get some work done and whatnot after loading after sound check and i remember buying but this this tm took me to this he was like no you need to experience paris man he took me and got me this got me this this food and stuff and i remember he was like what do you want to drink and i was like thinking oh, I want black coffee americano and this cocktail turns up and the the, the waiter's like, you want an Americano? Here's Americano. And I was like, no, no, I want a black coffee, you know, no milk or anything like that, espresso, hot, you know, hot hot water. And he's like, no, 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 you British people, you pig, rah, rah, you come here, you say this, rah, 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 and I go, I mean, I'm thinking, oh, man, this is crazy. Um, Anyway, I got, I got, I didn't pay for it in the end, which is fantastic. And I got the, I got a black coffee in the end, which is fantastic. But it just was a, it was a it was a turbulent day i remember the the bus driver ran out of time on his card i was just chucked in the middle of paris with all this gear and somehow got it to the gig and it was just carnage and i remember turning up and speaking to the sound guy and he was like you won't believe it but you know prince would come and do the arena and he'd do the stadium and then he'd always come and do a 1am show here and just turn up with a couple of people and just rock it yeah. whatever whatever man like he just didn't care and I just thought, oh, it was so beautiful. And I just I just couldn't imagine it. And I mean, P-Bug was, what, 10, 12 people on stage, maybe? Maybe less than that, or maybe eight, eight, mm. eight to 12 people. And I just remember thinking that, and I've got, I've got a, a crazy good picture, I think it was the last show of the tour. And I remember just thinking, like, imagine that, like, just doing, doing, your, doing your Wembley, your Paris equivalent of Wembley, and then 
doing the new morning, which was just this, like the carpet you know, stuck to your feet, you know, and it was curling up at the corners and it was rough. Dude, dude I went to a couple of those. Mm. I went to, I went to one after show that was at the, the um, forum mm. and there was only about 400 of us in there. And, uh, and he had, he had basically booked the forum for a late thing and, wow. and just, he just played in there literally for hours. And then another one I went to, I think there was one at Bagley's as well, Warehouse. Mm. And he he performed there after lunch. I mean, it was crazy, man. It was like, seriously, mm. it was mad. It was mad. Because he did, he used to do the big show and then come and do like somewhere tiny. Wow. You know? I think as well, there's a girl I look after called Kerry Lethem. Mm. <laughs> Swear to God, this is true. Mm. Kerry, let me just see, man. Let me see. Let's just see if we can even get her on the line. Just wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Kerry, if I remember rightly, she's she's got a print story. She's even got one. I mean, seriously, he's been in and out of, I know, my existence. So, you know, might as well share it. Hold on. Let's just uh, let's have, a, let's have a look here. All right. For, uh, yeah, let's just see. Because <laughs> you know what? She might... She might have the story. Yeah. Wait. Let me just see. <laughs> if she's there. If she's here, then she'll pick up. We'll see. Be but sick. Wow. I remember she had some kind of crazy ass story too. About him just wait a minute. Let me just see. <laughs> Come on, Karen. Hello. Carrie. Uh... Listen, darling, tell me something. Uh-huh. You've got a print story and I can't remember it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, hung out, he was hanging out um, uh, when I was living in um, uh, Hackney Downs. Um, we were, I was, me and Liam were meant to be going to a party and then Prince called her up and he was at like a private club in Mayfair and then she sent a taxi for me. And then I went, I just like got into this taxi and turned up to the, I just still don't know what the club was. And then it was like Prince and Nicole Scherzinger just sitting, sitting on cocktails. Um, and then right at the end of the night, Leanne invited Prince back to our flat. It was to your flat. No, yeah, yeah. no. I remember because I remember you called me and you said, listen, Kwame, he's coming to, and I was like, what? <laughs> Wow. Okay, that's all I need to hear. I'll call you back what? another time. That was it. I needed to know that. Okay, I'm off. I'm gone. Later. <laughs> See, I told what? you. What? I that remember is... she called me up. I look, so I'm still managed Kerry to this day. Kerry Leatham, right? And mm-hmm. and she's from Peter the duo, Peter and Kerry. Mm-hmm. And literally, he just called her up. Wow. They, they, just... they, she Liam Liam Lavis calls her up. Says, "Listen, man, Princess." So they go down. <laughs> they hang out and he's like no 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 he goes he wanted the night to carry on so he's like come All so right, literally he then. was like cold so he went they went ended up he ended up at her yard in a little <laughs> flat in the and he's playing guitar and he <laughs> <laughs> downs mate i didn't even know what to say oh my god i wouldn't have i wouldn't know what to do i would not know what to do apart from just 
be present in that moment and think yeah this is this is actually happening right now like this isn't i'm not tripping or anything this is actually happening mad oh mate Quam. um dude thank you so much i I mean, I might need to wrap up, but I, I don't, I don't want to, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, we've, we've gone long. I might have, I mean, I might even have to make this a two party, you know, I have to do something, but, um, it's all good. Okay. Um, I mean, I was going to ask favorite moment of your career and then go on to a sharing is caring, which is just a, a pass on thing to people watching and listening. But, um, I don't know if I don't, yeah, I don't know if you want to bypass the, the, highest moment of your career so far or oh my word or... high points high points in my i've had i've had quite i'm lucky i've had i've mm. had quite a few <laughs> high po- yeah i have so high points in my career mm. and this is truthfully i remember standing on stage and again this is at wembley stadium i remember standing on stage and we just finished a performance this is just before prince mm. is about to uh, come on and i remember saying to the audience not bad for a guy that failed his grade one piano <laughs> beautiful so so that was one That's moment just, yeah and i remember thinking as well uh, okay other moments because we've we've had quite a few where we so we were producing mick jagger right wow and i remember thinking you know we had done this it's bizarre we got this call right and the call was Literally, it was to my phone and he said, hello. He said, it's Mick here. <laughs> and, and I remember no, thinking, Mick. you've got to be joking. Like, what? Mm. He said, no, no, no. He said, it's Mick. And uh, he said, uh, and uh, are we, re- I said, we really like what you're doing. Your production, blah, really love it. Wow. And so um, what we want are, well, this is what we want. We want you. I want you, he says, to... Uh, to really give my single an overhaul. So well, all right, fine. he says a track called Out of Focus. And uh, he goes, I really, you know, I want what you do. So we all fine. So I called everybody up. I remember telling uh, Ed, and Ed just being like, because obviously, I mean, you know, yeah. Rolling Stones, please yeah. come on. Like, you're in yeah. some legendary business now. Yeah. So we go and we 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 do what we do, right? Which is we started to literally rifle through old records, yeah. really get some inspiration together, really chop up bits of like old, you know, yeah. snares and blah, and we stitched this stuff together, we stitched this bass line and everything together, and we're like, yeah. Anyway, he says, he then calls and says, listen, I might, I might be coming down. And because we, our studio at the time mm-hmm. was was uh, down so we were like working at Ed's place so I said yeah but we're going to be at Ed's place and yeah he says don't worry he said I'll come by wow so he comes by and I think he's <laughs> either comes by in a Rolls Royce <laughs> or a huge Mercedes it was one of the two it's like yeah. massive car right <laughs> like, and his driver was parked outside wow. he had a newspaper the driver had a newspaper wow and um we're like okay so and he knocks on the door, but we didn't know, right? We only saw the, the car and the thing afterwards. Yeah. So he knocks on the door. Now, Ed's dad, <laughs> bless him at the time, mm. he, he, he didn't really he didn't really know too much about the Rolling Stones. So he wanders up. 
to the door. Mm. He says, who are you? Like this, and he says, oh, he says, it's Mick Jagger. Like this. Yeah. So the guy, he comes <laughs> back up the stairs, and I think he says to Ed something like, there's a Mr. Jagger at the door. <laughs> At the door for you. So we're like, okay. Let him so in. <laughs> he comes up and Mick comes upstairs and we're in Ed's bedroom, right? Wow. Make cooking beats, making these yeah, rhythms yeah. and whatever, putting it. To, and he comes in, he listens to it and he goes, Yeah, I like it. Fantastic. He says, All right, let's carry on. We'll carry on. So we ended up producing this, this tune. And um, it was such a laugh. And then he comes down to the studio because he says, I'm going to cut the vocal again. So we're like, fine. So he comes down to the studio. Now, anybody that's produced with Jagger will know. His first take, mm. he's almost like he's he's sort of learning the song. Oh. Okay. So you don't really get Mick Jagger. His second take, again, feels like he's, you know, he's just Up going through the motions, yeah, not yeah. really nothing. Mm. Now, the, the third take happens, and I remember thinking to myself, okay, listen, this is, uh, it's all right, but it's a little problematical, you know? Oh, okay. Going. And um, it's a little problematical, because mm. we've got to get the take. Yeah. A good few takes in, and this isn't really registering, and what we're going to do. And literally, he says, can someone, can someone, is there a cup of tea? And he said, no milk, just a cup. Of tea. We're like, all right, fine. Yeah, all right, yeah. So he goes, he gets the <laughs> cup of tea. And he starts, you know, doing some exercises and blowing whatever with his mouth. And then he says, all right, run it again. And I swear, yeah. literally, suddenly I was looking at rock and roll history. He wow. went into it. He was like, hey! And he started. Wow. Wow. And I remember thinking, uh, we are... We are recording Mick Jagger right now. Mr. Jagger. And I, t- I turned round to the engineer. I said, please tell me you're recording. He said, I'm recording. I was like, I was thank like, God. Good. <laughs> so literally, that take, the next take, the next take, and it was done. Boom. Finish. Wow. Vocal done. Wow. And I, I remember thinking, like, he suddenly, he goes into it. He goes into yeah. our movements and everything, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling it now. I'm it's like electricity, you know? Yeah, it's like a proper, yeah, it's like he's literally like he's on stage at the biggest gig ever. Oh, and he's just giving it. Yeah, yeah. So we were just like one of them wow. to this day. Wow. Crazy. I can't imagine. To this day. Mick Jagger in Ed's bedroom. But I just think that's so cool, man. Dude. He just, he just, well, he was just like, yeah, cool. Driver's got a newspaper. He'll be sorted for a couple of hours. Um, we found a parking space, you know, like, <laughs> it's dinner. I, I think swear that's, you, that's so cool. You, you couldn't have written it, the whole no, thing. No, no, no. I it, just, yeah, you couldn't have written it. That's fantastic. Literally. Quam, all right, we, I need, I, we need to go on to the last segment. Let's, let's outro this because, um, I mean, this is amazing. I remember really, talk, linking hey, back hey, to Hey, do you screen share? Do you screen share? Quick. Screen, screen share. share. Let me screen share. Uh, you know how to do it? I can screen. I can share my screen. Or no, no, no. Exactly. Let me. Let me. Right. Okay. Check it. Check it. Check it. Look. 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 Oh wow! See, 
Oh, wow. That so, was at the end of the recording. So that's so what we're looking at right now, Kwame has just showed me. Um, Kwame and the rest of the 90s band's influence were a driving force behind the UK soul movement we're enjoying today. And it's a picture, this is from Trench Magazine. It's a picture of all four of you and Mick Jagger sat <laughs> in a chair and he looks like he's having a well of time. That must have been after the cup of tea, let's be honest. And um, wow, that's a serious yeah. studio as well, though. Yeah, man. Wow. We're doing our thing. So, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Nick Jagger, That's it. Nick Jagger. So the way I like to, to end these shows um, is to kind of hopefully pass on a bit of knowledge or wisdom to people who are listening or watching. Uh, I call it Sharon is Karen. I basically jacked it off the half-cast podcast um, just because I think it's such a great idea. And if something's a good idea, I don't want to steal it. I just want to share the love. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, an, it's a segment which I ask the guests to pass on, uh, on something if people should know about. So it could be an article, a Netflix series, um, you know, a an album, it could just be a poster, it could be anything you want. Um and yeah, what 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 that might be. Weirdly, um, right now I would tell people to tell people what she spiracy. Damn it, you've taken mine, man. You've taken it. <laughs> I would say right now, mm, watch she spiracy. Yeah. Very, very important, I think, for humans to watch that. Yeah. And then do something about it. Yeah, I haven't. Um, Anna, my girlfriend, was was showing me. I mean, we saw. But funny, I only knew about it because I was like, "Why don't they call it con see spirit?" You know, see, it's called it's called seaspiracy, but the word conspiracy has C in it, so they could have done it. You know, I was like, "Why did they do that like that?" Um, and uh, yeah, I watched the trailer and I thought, "Wow, that's such a different documentary to what I thought it was going to be." Like it's it looks, it looks so bare good. bones, brutal. It looks great. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, only... I'm vegetarian myself. I've never, I've never really eaten, you know, fish and meat as much that much. Um, so I think, but it's, I think it is. It's, it's a lot to well, learn. I'm, I'm vegan, as you probably know. But yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, listen. I don't even know what to say. I mean, I, yeah, you just need to watch yeah, it. Get to I, I, tell, I tell people to watch it, mm. but it's tough to pass on. I would say one piece of advice with music, I think sometimes mm. when an artist gets too precious about something, yeah, I think it's really important for people to remember. Sometimes it's not about the right, it's about the right now. <laughs> yeah. So what that means is... Mm. You know, somebody you can spend ages trying to polish this song and yeah. make it perfection, perfection, perfection. But you know what? Mm. Sometimes you just got to do the song, finish it best you can, yeah. and get it out. And keep moving, keep it moving. Yeah, keep it moving. So that's that thing of when a person says, "Yeah, but it's not right." Sometimes it's not about the right; it's about yeah, the right, right now. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Current. In this yeah. in this time frame right now. Yeah, exactly. Being I love in the that. Present. Yeah. I love that. Legendary so, status, uh, Quam. Legendary status here. <laughs> this is. So yeah, that's 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 one one piece mm. one piece of advice, and I, I I say that I say I say that a lot to people. Yeah. Yeah. I think another one I've heard recently is, 
um, just the, the advice of this will pass. So when you're high, yeah. you're high, you enjoy yeah. it because it's going to pass, unfortunately. But when you're Tantum. low, don't worry, it's going to pass. It will pass, absolutely. Pass. There's one, one constant in this world is change. Mm. And we don't like change as human beings. We don't. No, no one likes change. But one constant deal is with change. It. Mm. Yeah, so that's it. Fantastic. That's Kwame, thank you so much. I literally appreciate you so much for doing this, man. I can't wait. Listen, it's all good. I've enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I remember I remember ages ago in Germany we did when we did that show where I was kicking in Sarah's door to wake her up and we got to the stage on time. I remember taking you to do some press and sitting down and, and I kinda had to snap slap myself and, snap and be like, Yeah, you're not because I felt like I was sat in part of the audience listening to you talk. And I remember thinking, once I get a couple of these shows under my belt, I'm definitely going to ask you. But I wasn't ready at the start. <clears throat> I probably wasn't even ready now. But like you said, there's nothing. Yeah, it's not about it's not about what's right. It's about what's right now. And I love that. Right now, baby. Mm. What's right now? Yeah. Mate, wicked. Um, if people want to follow your journey, get involved, hit you up. Where's the best? Where, where Insta. Best Insta's time? brilliant. Yeah. Kwame Kwan. That's the at. Yeah. K-W-A-M-E-K-W-A-T-E-N. Literally, that's me, Instagram. It's easy yeah. to, really easy to get hold of me. Yeah. So, yeah. Mate, thank you so much. Yeah, go hit him up on Instagram. You probably already know anyway, let's be honest. The the resume, the, the resume qualm speaks for itself. Speaks for itself. No, bless you. <laughs> Come on now, I can't wait. I can't okay. wait to see another Dear Influence show. I can't I wait. I just, honestly though, half of the thing with these things is, I honestly think, because as time goes on, I kind of realise that actually staying in the game is is like the biggest success, mm. you know? So it's that thing of like, I'm about now because I've managed just to stay in it. Mm. And I know a lot of people don't manage to stay in people it. People don't measure success the same way as that. They don't. They just... Um... They measure success. It's like that. Um, you must have watched the Defiant ones, the Jimmy Iovine yeah, documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jimmy yeah. just says this great thing where he's just like, when you have a racehorse, you put blinkers on it so they can't look left and right. So they can't see what the other horses are doing. They can only see what they want to see and they can only see forward. Now, I think that has its pitfalls, but also I think it's a really good analogy of just, you could, if you're measuring your success by everything that else is around you, like you said, you've, you met, like, you've been in it. You've just carried on. You're a constant. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. There you go, you know. Boom. Brilliant. <laughs> and with that, thank you everyone for listening. You've heard it here first. That was easy. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> money. That is money. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, yeah, we'll see and speak to you soon. Like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Hit us up on Instagram. Yeah, don't know what else to say. It's been amazing. I'm gonna uh thank you so much for listening. Sweet. Wonderful. <laughs> See you, peoples. Look after yourselves. Over and out. <laughs> Such a quality podcast now. <laughs> Left the building. Long drives, late nights, and lobby calls. This podcast has it all. With Lewis Left.